Welcome to School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston, OASBO Executive Director. Each episode of this podcast is dedicated to discussing events and issues that affect the people who are in the business of supporting students. Now, let's take a few minutes to see what's going on in the school business world. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's chat. Today, we're visiting with Denise Ryan. Denise is a professional speaker, author, certified financial education instructor, and health coach. I met Denise this summer at an affiliate executive director event and was so impressed with her and invited her to speak at this fall's annual support staff conference. And I am thrilled that she's joining us today for this chat. So Denise, welcome. And why don't you tell folks a little bit more about you and what you do? Awesome, thanks. I'm so excited to be here. This is actually the first podcast I've been on. I've listened to a lot, but this is the first one I've been on. So exciting. Thank you. I speak to a lot to school business officials, and I was just telling Kim that I've spoken a lot of schools for kicking school back off. Love to light fires of enthusiasm. And I'm excited to speak at this conference because we're doing my two favorite topics, which are communication and we're going to talk about stress and time management. So super, super excited. So as you go around the country, talking to all these various organizations, including school districts, I know that two topics keep coming up, motivation and communication. So talk to us a little bit about how we can keep that motivation going. All right, okay, here you go. I'm gonna give you probably my top tip, which may not seem that exciting, but I promise you it works, is to get enough sleep. (laughs) That seems crazy. Wow. But if you are exhausted, you can forget about all of my other tips. I think another good tip is to stay away from what I call enthusiasm vampires. And you know who those people are. You know, they're like, oh, gosh, this will never work. And why are we doing this? And it's hot in here and blah, blah. If you can minimize your time with those people, that will really help you stay motivated. Then my third tip is to adopt an attitude of gratitude. I mean, the great thing I think about the work that our everybody in our schools, the work that they do, they'll impact people's lives forever. And they really impact the future of our country. It's such an amazing thing, but we do, we, we tend to focus on the negative. We have so much, to be grateful for. So if you can focus on what you're grateful for, even if it's just the fact that some genius put chocolate and peanut butter together to create Reese's, it changes your mood in an instant. Okay, that makes me happy to think about Reese's peanut butter cups. And when you were talking about getting enough sleep, so I've been awake since 2.30 this morning. So I know that's not a good thing. Do you have any suggestions for those of us who struggle to get enough sleep? Uh, it can be hard. The things that I, the things I've heard, because I just listened to something about sleep, because I've been struggling too. Exercise really helps. The days I exercise, I always sleep better. And this sleep expert was adamant, and I don't do a good job of this, about going to sleep and getting up at the same time every day and i don't do that like i sleep in on the weekends and so those two things seem to help and i also have issues with caffeine so i've been trying to really 
back off the caffeine earlier in the day. Yeah, that whole maintaining a consistent schedule, I think is a struggle for a lot of us because many of our folks have meetings at night or we have family responsibilities. And before you know it, it's eight or nine o'clock. And then I've got some things that I need to take care of before I go to bed. Well, then it's 10 o'clock. And before you know it, it's 11 o'clock and it just gets away from us. So it sounds to me like we have to have some self-discipline here. Yes, the answer for so many of life's problems. <laughs> when it comes to self-discipline and exercise and even that attitude of gratitude, which I love that you shared that because it is really easy to get caught up with all of the negativity in the world. So I appreciate those tips very much. So now one of my favorite subjects, communication. Help us with that. What are some tips to help us as we struggle in this world or in our society where communication is a problem? It really is. You're, amen. You're, it's like we have so much more of it going on, but it's so much less effective. A part of the challenge, I think, is we have more ways to communicate than ever, right? I mean, we can do virtual stuff now. We can send text messages. We can send email. And we've got all the old ways. We can still call somebody. We can still pop into their office. Most people are just drowning under all this communication. So I think that sometimes it's just admitting, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to get to everybody. I'm not going to be able to stay on top of this. So I think it's trying to have some tools for how to make what you are doing more effective. And that's the big thing we're going to talk about, you know, at the meeting. I'm so excited because I have a tool I think is really great that everybody that comes will be able to learn about their own communication style and then take it back and use it with their team, with their family, with their mother-in-law. I mean, whoever, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole problem with communication overload, it is real. I was thinking about my first day of teaching. I started out as a school teacher many, 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 many years ago. And I was thinking about all of the differences in school since then. You know, I didn't have to worry about the kids in my classroom having a cell phone. I didn't have to worry about all the social media. I didn't have to worry about all of that noise and it doesn't just affect students it affects us as adults too absolutely i mean i i can't i can't even imagine what it's like now it's funny because i was talking to a couple of teachers just yesterday and they're young they're right out of college they're so excited and one of them said it's like well i have just given up assuming they're not going to be on their phones so he's trying to come up with some ways in the classroom he can actually have them doing things on their phones and i was like genius but it does make it much harder, I think, for all of us, because one thing I've seen from just office workers, emails increase the workload exponentially. It used to be that people would have to call, you know, so they might think twice before just firing off some random question. Now they can email anybody can anybody can get directly pretty much to anybody. And that's a challenge. It's a huge challenge. So for those of our listeners who work at a central office and they are, they're having to manage all of the emails that are coming in and they still get a lot of phone calls. 
And then they have the in-person meetings and they have all the follow-up associated with all of that. And then every now and then they've got to check Facebook, Twitter, all of their social media feeds. It can be overwhelming trying to figure out how to manage it and not let it take control of you. Right. And I think there's a lot, and hopefully we can discuss a lot of this at the conference, but I think some of it has to be institutional, like the admission perhaps that, you know what, we can't do Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. We can't do 85 forms of social media and do it all effectively. So we may have to step back and say, either we're going to hire more people, haha, <laughs> or we just can't do it all. But what people are trying to do now, they're just killing themselves. Literally, that's why they're not sleeping. Exactly, boy, I love that. I'm sure you've read about companies that have established the no email at night and on weekends rule. I struggle to see school districts doing that, but talk about an institutional change. If people were not having to send or respond to those emails at night and on the weekends, that would certainly change everything. So how hard do you think it is to do something like that in a company or an organization? Well, again, it's just, it, it's cultural. And I think what one way to do it, but of course everybody's got to agree to it, is that you have an autoresponder of some sort that at least for a certain type of email, and it's gonna say, in the interest of productivity or whatever you want to say for our people to be able to focus on the important thing your children <laughs> we will respond to all email within 72 hours or 48 hours don't call <laughs> but some window that's more reasonable um, but again that's got to start at the top with the understanding that people need more time to, to deal with all this work Absolutely. Boy, I like that. I like that as something to consider. So I'm going to deviate from talking about managing email and all the social media, but it's another communication topic. And I'm just calling it the lack of civility and how we communicate with others. And as you know, people in school districts have been under attack from community members, from parents, even from people in governments. Any suggestions, just some quick tips for maybe how we can restore some civility, even with the people we disagree with or who disagree with us? Any suggestion? Well, I wish I had a better suggestion than the one I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I the, the only person you can control in any interaction is you. So I'll give you a very good example of this. Uh, I was in Walmart the other day and this lady's in there and she's got her three kids and they're running around and they're just, they're really, they're out of control, right? They're pulling stuff off the shelves. And of course I, who don't have any children, am thinking, oh my gosh, this lady needs to control her children. And then I thought, Denise, you know what? The only person upset right now is you. So I kind of reset my thinking and thought, you know what? I am so glad these children are not going home with me. So sometimes if somebody's going off on you or doing this, you just kind of have to have this mental conversation with yourself and kind of keep your neutral expression and think, you know what? There's nothing I can say that's gonna let me let them get this done. No, I don't deserve this. No, they don't have any idea who I am. I can't take it personally. And then try to respond as professionally as you can. It is not easy. 
But I do have an article on my website titled how to not how to stop letting other people upset you. <laughs> it's the one article of all the articles I've written. I've got like 600 comments. It's the most popular because everybody feels the same way. And of course, we all think the other person is the crazy one. <laughs> so say the name of that article again. Stop letting other people upset you. Yes. How to stop letting other people upset you. <laughs> All right, I love that. And tell us your website. How can we access that and find out more about your resources? It's um, Firestar, F-I-R-E-S-T-A-R, speaking, S-P-E-A-K-I-N-G.com. And if you can't find the article or anything, you know, email me. I'll be glad to send it to you. But of, of all the things I've written, that's the most popular one. <laughs> Okay, I'm downloading it tonight because <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying and I even share the same advice. I can control no one but myself, but man, oh. I wish I could control some other people. I wrote that article because it's I needed the help. <laughs> well, I love that. So before I let you go, um, you mentioned Firestar. Share with my listeners a little bit about that company, what that is, what you do. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. Uh, Firestar is basically, it's me and about, gosh, it's been almost 22 years now, I started speaking. I actually kind of got into it. I helped a friend run for office and wow, politics was so yucky. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is terrible. But one of my friends had seen me do a lot of speaking with his campaign and said, oh, you should be a motivational speaker. And I was in a job I didn't like very much. And I thought, well, why not? And so I kind of started doing some speaking, started the community colleges here in North Carolina, and it's just really snowballed over the years. And I just love it. I think when you find your thing, and I think this is this is like my thing. And so I'm very, very lucky to get to do it. And I've been really lucky to get to work with people whose careers are spent educating children. I mean, that's just an honor. Well, I love that. And I didn't mention that you're from a place in the South. People may have picked that up as you were talking, although there's not much of an accent there. But yeah, it's so good to have you. And I appreciate you sharing. I'm going to work on my sleep habits. I, I do better sometimes than others. And you know, there are just different phases and stages of life where it just seems like there's so much in your head. It just competes with the calm that I need to go to sleep. So thanks for the reminders. And I'm definitely going to download your article on stop letting other people make me upset. That looks like something I need to read on a daily basis. And Denise, we so look forward to your being at our support staff conference. I know the people there are going to love what you have to say and they're going to enjoy meeting you. So I thank can't wait. you so much for doing this. This was just a delight. And thanks to everyone who tuned in for this edition of School Biz Chat. If you enjoyed this new episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Until our next time, take care and we'll be chatting. 
This has been School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston. New episodes are released on the second and fourth Fridays of each month. If you have topics you'd like to be covered in the future, send Kim an email at kcranston at moasbo.org.